0: Hey there, it's Stan Stalnicker coming at you from the Hub Culture Innovation Campus in Kauai via our digital platform, Emerald City Online. We have a great conversation coming up today for the Chronicles Podcast with Jeannie Russell, who is the founder of Dolphin Touch Wellness Center and creator. Of dolphin energetics. Now that sounds pretty cool, especially for a place like Kauai, which is literally surrounded by dolphins. Jeannie, welcome to the Chronicles. I'm excited to talk with you today about Reiki and understanding what we think of as Reiki 101. Welcome to our conversation.
1: Thank you, Stan. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to talk about it too.
0: So we have been having some sessions during the Innovation Campus at your center where we brought people in to learn about Reiki and to understand the art of energy healing and what it actually means from a practical standpoint for a person who's studying Reiki. But for the people who are around the world listening or uh, checking things out on Emerald City, could you give us a little bit of a background on what Reiki is and how it came about and how it can be used within a person's life?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So uh, Reiki came about, it's been around for Ever, actually, you know, we look into the history of Reiki and it goes back to Buddhism and and energy healing and every single culture that you look at, every religion, every part of the world, every aspect has some connection to energy. In India, it's called prana. In uh, Hawaii, we call it mana. In also in China, they call it chi, like qigong in um, japan it was key. so there are all these different names for the same thing and it's all about energy healing and the modern reiki that we use today um, was kind of rediscovered by master usui in japan in the late 1800s and he started um, coming into a place where he was able to download these symbols And these symbols are the things that differentiate Reiki from other healing modalities. The symbols allow people to access higher levels and higher information and healing. So through that process, with Reiki, you get an attunement. And attunement is where... The individual merges with the symbol, and that kind of makes it a different experience than anybody learning any type, other type of healing energy work where there isn't a symbol involved, like um, there's prana healing, there's a lot of different types of healing modalities that are different than Reiki, but the thing that differentiates Reiki energy from others is this symbol, and there are actually five symbols in the traditional Reiki, attunements and um i think you received one of those since you stan
0: well yeah so i've been studying reiki with you throughout the last several months here in Hawaii, which for me has been a very amazing experience and something that has helped me just maybe become more in touch with how energy flows within my own body and to be able to feel it and direct it and to sort of turn it on and to turn it off which are in a way skills um, that require I would think you could say a level of sensitivity that maybe needs some practice to awaken. But the understanding is that everybody has these capabilities within them. It's just a matter of practicing it and becoming aware of the sensitivities of how energy and chi flows through your body. And given the work that we've done in various innovation campuses, you know, the, the one that we did in Bermuda in 2017, we had Qigong masters who were teaching Qigong there and People were learning about how to move energy. And we also had Reiki healers who were doing Reiki there. And um, over time, I think the ability to learn that yourself has been a a great thing and something that you can study. How does it work for a person who wants to study Reiki? Do they, they need to find a Reiki master? And what's the process?
1: Yeah, they need to find a Reiki master and connect them with the Reiki energy. And what's nice now is that we... Are able to do it online and to transfer these attunements, just like you in your virtual reality world with Emerald City. That you know, in the world of internet and connection and Zoom and all these other, and hopefully on your campus we'll be doing it as well. It, it's a way to transfer it long distance, and it's just as effective. And when I first started Reiki, they we were told that we couldn't do that. But I think that over time, as human beings have evolved and as technology has evolved, and as we're feeling you know more connected to one another, that yeah, time and distance really doesn't matter at all. And um, the whole virtual world is something that we're looking at as well. So they can get it virtually. So by contacting me or anybody else that they really feel connected to, that they resonate with, and usually it's somebody that they feel connected in a way that they say, yes, that this person is the right person to teach. And you've been around Reiki for a long time. And it wasn't until you came to Kauai that you did learn Reiki. And that is very significant, isn't it?
0: Well, I think it is significant, mostly because of the history of Reiki in Kauai. So I don't think that this is a well-known story, but could you tell us a little bit about why Kauai is a special place for Reiki?
1: Yes, Kauai is the first place in the United States that Reiki was practiced, transferred, and then um, set up at Reiki hospitals in those days. That's what they were doing. And um, it was by Mrs. Takata, who worked here on our island, right here on Kauai, and she worked in the plantation Uh, Back then, they had pineapple and sugarcane plantations, and they hired people from Japan and the Philippines and all over just to work the fields. Well, she had come from Japan and got deathly ill. She had stomach cancer and was not doing very well. So the only thing, because it was such a small island, even smaller than it is now, of people, there wasn't really hospital facilities. So they shipped her back to Japan to get healed. And she ran into this uh, Reiki master and wound up getting healed in the hospital. And after a couple of months, she was getting treatments, three or four Reiki treatments a day. They gave her special teas and they cured her. And after that, she got the attunement for Reiki one and two and brought that back to Kauai. And that's how it started here in the United States and grew from there.
0: And as I understand, she became the first female Reiki master and then she went on to teach Reiki in the United States for many years out of Kauai?
1: Yeah, she worked at Kauai. She actually went to the Big Island. She started a facility over there. So the Reiki hospitals were set up where people would check in for a couple of months and they get healings and sessions all day long. And then she trained a number of other masters and she just kept the tradition alive. And at the same time, Japan had been devastated by the war and they were not allowed to practice Reiki in Japan. So it would have probably died at that time if it wasn't for Mrs. Tanaka here on Kauai to continue the tradition of Reiki and sharing it and spreading the word to others.
0: So, a lot of people think that Kauai has a special energy itself on the island. It attracts certain types of people who are interested, maybe, in feeling the sensitivities of like place. Can you tell us a little bit about how you think Kauai is particularly suited for helping people learn this type of technique? And, you know, I think a lot of people in the medical profession would look at Reiki and say, well, you know, it's really just psychosomatic or you're not really able to do healing. You might be able to provide comfort with your hands, but to actually set up healing um, is a very different thing. So what would you say to to people who sort of raise that concern?
1: Well, to answer your first question about Kauai, um, I really feel Kauai is a very special place. And I feel that the energy here is felt as soon as you get off the plane, as soon as you land on the island. The air is fresher. There's an energetic feeling to this place. that's hard to describe if you're not here. But there's a, even the Dalai Lama had come here on a secret mission. And didn't tell anybody to connect with Kauai. And he went to some sacred sites. He went to Anahola and the beach over there. And he said that that's where new souls enter the planet. And then he went all the way on the west side to a beach called Hale, And he said that that's where souls exit the planet. So uh, it's not just the people here on Kauai that feel this energy. It's uh, a lot of people come here for the healing, for the amazing transition. That happens when you come here and to me it's a place to raise your vibration to access higher levels of intelligence higher levels of thinking and it it's just uh the nature the air the people um most people here are spiritual in some sense Uh, even the bus driver you know everyone's got some kind of um energetic shift that's happening when they come here and it happens even if you're just here for a couple of weeks or a month and a lot of people have through our retreats and different things have said that you know that two weeks or time that they've been on Kauai was the most transformative time in their lives so there's definitely something with this island that is shifting and helping people to to me with the ascension process
0: Mm -hmm. okay we'll talk a little bit more about the idea of ascension in a minute What about the second point about skeptic? Uh,
1: Yeah, so the second point, it's funny because science is starting to support what we already knew. And we're just um, now finding more and more data to support that everything is connected, mind, body, and spirit. If you're familiar with Louise Hay, she wrote a whole book on You Can Heal Your Life. And she talks about different ailments and um, how these ailments have an emotional component to them. And then how to set an affirmation to reverse that emotional component. So if you're not feeling good enough, or you're you know not feeling empowered, you might have uh, stomach issues because you're not standing in your power, and that you, your stomach is your power sense. and you know the, and that could manifest into a physical problem like cancer, illness, whatever, and all of that is connected to an emotional component and science more and more and more is starting to support this that if we get to the root cause of what the issue is rather than just topically treating ailments, this is a whole different way of looking at health with the mind, body, spirit approach. We're looking at the spiritual component, we're looking at the mental and emotional component and then we're looking at the physical component All of it is connected. So if we're just treating the physical, we're not getting to the root cause. And that's why some issues are not going away with people. And it keeps coming back. And they can have surgeries and they can have different things. And it's still the issue is still there because it hasn't come back to what is the root cause. And that we have to go delve deeper. And you're learning that with Reiki too about the emotional components and all of that. And we did a Reiki circle recently, and we had some emotional releases there. And that was uh, pretty powerful, I would say. Don't you mm-hmm.
0: think? So 2020 has been an emotional year for everyone.
1: Yes.
0: What, what tips nice. would you give to people for how they could take some of this energy work or start becoming sensitive to this type of energy work to, to heal themselves? Because I think everybody has trauma from 2020. What can people do individually to try to heal some of the trauma that we've all experienced over the last six months?
1: Yeah. So learning Reiki is not just, you know, a process of wanting to be a Reiki practitioner and helping others. It's also a process of self-healing. And the first thing that we teach in Reiki one is self-healing. And that's to me, the basis of everything moving forward. If you're not in a, a good state of mind, you're not in a position to help others. It's just, you can't, you know, you have to be cleared, you know, you have to work on yourself. And then the more you work on yourself, the more you can give and expand and share with others. So I would say um, definitely the Reiki one would be perfect for anybody, because that's teaching them self-love. It's teaching them how to, how to step into who they really are, and and clear the junk that has uh, accumulated. But I would say right now, if even if people were just to put their, because everybody can run with energy, it doesn't matter whether you have the Reiki attunement or not, everyone has running energy. And I compare that to, you know, you're running energy through a straw as opposed to running energy through a tube with the Reiki attunement. But even that energy through a straw is shifting and healing and helpful. So if you just run energy on your heart chakra, just on a daily basis, and this is what I have all my Reiki one students do, just before you even get out of bed, just running energy on yourself, you know, your your hands are so healing and just the power of touch and the dolphins have shared a lot about the power of touch with me. And the power of touch is so, so powerful. And so many people are isolated right now they're not even able to connect with their loved ones. They can't be with who they want to be and everything else. So if so, they're not, they don't have that power of touch right now. But they can touch themselves. They can put their energy on, on their heart chakra and just run energy. And with the intention of healing, running energy over their stomach, helping them clear that over their legs, helping them stand in their power, stand forward, moving forward in their lives their arms are helping them to receive and and of course their head and wherever they're feeling any discomfort, that's the place to run energy and just to start feeling that because everyone is a healer in some sense and we can access and open up that healing energy within us. And just first by running energy on ourselves.
0: I think that's particularly inspiring um, that you can give that idea to everyone and that everyone can kind of capture that and be able to use that in their own way can you tell us a little bit about where you think reiki is going like it's become more and more popular more and more people are tapping into it if you look all around the culture especially this year it feels like there's a kind of shift happening in the way that people everywhere are thinking about and approaching their lives whether it's a kind of reset this this theme this week for us has been the um, resilient reformation and this idea that there is a reformation happening across our society as people take stock of things in a new way and reevaluate. How do you see Reiki fitting into that for people and how do you see it evolving going forward?
1: Well, I really feel that part of this whole uh, 2020 year has been it's funny because people in our community have known that, oh, 2020, and we were all excited for 2020 because we knew some, some shift was going to happen in 2020. We had no idea that this was the shift that was going to happen. But I would say that, you know, as we're going through this, we're all ascending. We're all shifting. We're all being challenged in different ways. And all of our issues are coming to the forefront. I mean, even in politics and, and the news and everything else, things are being exposed. So it's also within ourselves, like whatever is needing to clear within us is coming up for us. For some people, it's physical ailments. For some people, it's relationships. For other people, it's financial. You know, there are fears related around that. You know, all of those issues are coming up, whatever your core issue is. And so that's part of what 2020 is. And so it's, yeah, it's been a, a bit of a not, a, a not such a fun journey, but it's part of, it's necessary in the process of clearing and releasing. And sometimes it is uncomfortable and sometimes we have to go through that. But on the other side, we are more in our power. We're more our true authentic selves and we're more in alignment with who we truly are and what we're here to do. And I believe that's happening for all of us right now. So to me, it's kind of exciting. It's also nerve wracking. It's also um, confusing. But, you know, I, I just am an eternal optimist. And I just know that, that on the other side of this, it's going to be an amazing world, an amazing process. And I believe that God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. And we're all able to handle whatever's coming up because it's going to help us grow and it's going to help us shift. And that's what the universe is always growing and expanding and the same for us. And we may not have been growing and expanding before, but now we're really everyone. There's no doubt about it. It's growing and expanding.
0: So can you talk a little bit about some of the stories from your Reiki work and the, the work that you've done?
1: Yeah, there's so many. I mean, the shifts that have happened with Reiki and bringing Reiki into people's lives has been so rewarding for me and so transformational. The story I love to talk about and and kind of what got me on this trend was uh, for me, I was working in the basement of my house. We'd set up a Reiki room and I just started that way. And my husband had pain in all four of his extremities and um, he was in a lot of discomfort and I didn't know any other way to heal so I was like well lie down on the Reiki table and I'll start working on you and I, I did I started running energy on him and the thing that happens too with Reiki is you never know what's going to show up uh, certain things show up in your consciousness you get messages you get guidance sometimes you see a visual Sometimes you hear a message, and so for me, the thing that showed up was um, dolphins. There were dolphins that energetically showed up in the room, and swimming through the room, and going through my hands. and 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 just tears were were coming down my cheeks because I was filled with so much love, and so much appreciation, and so much gratitude for this energy. I didn't know what was going on, and uh, so I'm running Reiki on my husband. And I'm doing this, and he doesn't know what's going on because he's face down on the table, and uh, I'm just like crying, and you know, and and I just was so in in appreciation and, and gratitude for what was happening. And through that, I finished the session, and uh, I was like, wow. And so he gets off the table, and he said, "What did you do?" And I was like, I don't know, I just the dolphin showed up and uh helped me and assisted me in, in running Reiki on you. And, and I felt their energy and I felt their love and I felt their immense heart presence. And uh, he's like, I have no pain in my arms. All my pain is gone. And I was like, oh, that's great, you know? You just never know what's going to happen when you open up, when you get out of the way and you open up to um, the universe of whatever needs to happen or whatever needs to come through, that's when the magic happens. Do you want another story?
0: Story. Yeah. Let's hear another one. We have a couple more minutes left on the conversation. So let's hear a little bit more and then we'll find out how people can access some of the virtual treats that you're working on.
1: Yeah. Well, another story was we were in the, the ocean. Sometimes I do, uh, of course, we live on Kauai, so we love to get in the water. And uh, I was doing my water therapy. I call it the dolphin energetics, which is kind of And when you asked about where is Reiki going, I think that's the next level for me. It's I, I took the foundation was Reiki, and then I took it to the next level of connecting with the dolphins and then um, doing the dolphin energetics. And that's where I, basically every session I do, I'm connecting with the dolphins. It's just part of who I am and what I do. And so we were in the ocean and uh, we were, I was doing what I call the dolphin energetics, which is Reiki on steroids, if you will, <laughs> this is how I refer to um, the dolphin energetics sessions that I do. It's like Reiki times 10 because the dolphins are just able to push open Oh, That sounded like a dolphin right there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we're in the water during this session, and this little fish shows up. And at first I thought it was a piece of wood. And then I saw it moving, and it was this little fish. And it's surrounding the person I'm working on in the water, just like circling. And I was like, whoa, honey, you know, I don't want to hurt you. Because I was moving this guy through the water and this little fish showed up. So I just continued my process and and finished the session. And then we're standing in the water face-to-face talking to each other, talking about the session. That little fish was still hanging around us, was circling my client, then came over to me, circled me and then went back, circled the client. It was like hanging out with us and it was like no bigger than an inch the less than age this little fish we called it precious you know mm-hmm. and um so this little fish is swimming around us and it was just like such a blessing and when you're in that state of mind nature starts playing with you because it's like they're attracted to the energy as well they're like oh this is this feels good this feels like good. I feel this is my interpretation of what was going on with the fish but is like that the fish felt the energy felt the love felt the vibration of what we were doing and wanted to be a part of it so much so that even as we were like we're we're like okay we got to go now and we're walking out of the water and the fish was following us to the edge of the water and it's like when you're open to uh, higher vibrational energies it's like butterflies show up i mean nature shows up nature interacts and connects and of course the dolphins too have shown up when we've done certain energy work in the water and it's like it's it's just a magical magical experience that happens when you really open up and you're in your heart space and you get out of the way and to me that's what reiki starts the process of allowing people to do
0: what a great and visual story, Jeannie. Um, so how do we find you? Uh, you have DolphinTouch.org, which is the online home of your center. Is that right?
1: Yes, DolphinTouch.org. We're um, also on Facebook we're on Instagram. And uh, DolphinTouch Wellness Center on Instagram. And Jeannie Russell 52 on Facebook, if you want to connect with me directly. And um, yeah, on Kauai, we're right in the center of Kauai, which is in Kapa'a town. So we actually have a physical center. And uh, we do healing sessions there, meditations, reiki circles, and a lot of fun events, retreats, workshops. Well, we were doing retreats before COVID. But we are we have a new idea for retreats, which I'm really excited about.
0: OK, so tell us a little bit about that before we wrap up. I know I know that you're thinking about a virtual retreat later this year
1: yes yeah, so we're actually thinking of creating and with um, emerald city which is going to be really amazing and Stan's help we're going to create a virtual experience because so many people have expressed they wanted to come to Kauai, they wanted to be here they wanted to be a part of what we have going on but they can't right now so they are able to connect with us virtually In this Emerald City, and uh, we're going to have footage of different places, sacred sites on the island, take people through meditation, guided teachings, and healing sessions. So I think we're going to do that in October. And um, so that is really exciting to me because then we can open up to people all over the world. And obviously not everyone can live on Kauai, so I can share this beautiful island with them.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, I can't wait for our virtual retreat. And um, hopefully, we'll be able to get some element of uh, your experience with the dolphins here in Kauai um, out to the rest of the world. Thank you, Jeannie, for giving us inspiration that everyone can be a healer and a little bit of background on the history of Reiki and its connection to Kauai and all the great uh, work that's happening at another dimension, almost another level. On the Reiki front. Thanks for that guided tour. And um, I guess we will see you down at the Dolphin Touch Center soon. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Stan. Have a great day.
0: Thanks. So, for the rest of you, if any of you want to join us online for more Chronicle discussions covering the future of tech, now wellness, and the community of Hub Culture at large, find the Chronicles discussions on SoundCloud under Hub Culture's channel or on iTunes just give a search for the Hub Culture Chronicles. We'll see you online in Emerald City as well as on the Hub Culture website where you can actually meet and interact soon with some virtual Reiki healing. All right, everybody take care. We'll see you again on the next episode.